0: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
1: all right let's bring him in our guy on now joining us on the BetMGM rewards hotline <sighs> is patrick everson vegas insider senior reporter patrick thanks so much for joining us man great to talk to you how uh how you been doing how'd you enjoy week one here of college football
0: uh, well, thank you, PJ and Tristan, for having me tonight. I appreciate it. Hope you're having a good uh, holiday, even though it's a a working Labor Day. Uh, enjoyed week one just fine. It was great. Uh, I I decided to throw in with my Colorado Buffaloes on Friday night, and that was a terrible mistake. But uh, I made up for it a little bit by uh, taking Notre Dame against the spread, and then taking the 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 public flyer of all public flyers. And I might do this for a while, just for the just for the heck of it. Uh, Alabama minus twenty eight first half.
1: Winner. <laughs> that that was a nice bet right there at Bama. They are a, a great first half team. They match up with Texas this week. But Patrick, I really want to talk to you real quick about this uh this Clemson game. Just where was the money at on it? We were we were looking on Twitter, obviously. The spread was just there was tons of Clemson money pouring in. I think it was like 19 and a half, maybe 4 or 5 days ago it closed around 24. Um, So, was it just basically people tonight were just all over Clemson and thinking they were just going to kill Georgia Tech?
0: I think that was the general consensus, PJ. And also, you know, remind that whatever parlay and teaser liability, and maybe for those people who throw in massive, massive favorites just to add one more team to their money line parlay, um, all of that was running to Clemson. So, the books are certainly going to need uh, Georgia Tech tonight. I don't think anybody's got an expectation after, especially after what we've seen in the first half, although really Clemson hasn't been that sharp, um, that Georgia Tech would win. But uh, I was talking about this with Scott Shelton of BetMGM Nevada, and he said it was overwhelmingly heavy to the Tigers here in Vegas, at BetMGM's operations here in Vegas. And then John Ewing noted, uh, he tweeted out that BetMGM nationally was pretty heavy to Clemson. But Scott said, look, we'll take a Georgia Tech cover and under. If we can get those two things we'd be pretty uh, – that would be a pretty ideal result. And right now, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. It's, uh, I certainly want a Georgia Tech cover because when it got to 24-and-a-half, I decided that was the tipping point for me, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to take the 24-and-a-half for some Chili's money and see what happens.
2: Let me ask you this, Patrick. I don't understand why the total was 51-and-a-half. From what you understand, why was the line set there? Because we watched a DJ – And I always call him Ugulele. That's obviously not how I pronounce his name correctly. (laughs) But we saw him be terrible all last year. So was it just the hype of Clemson? And you thought, okay, he's a second-year quarterback. He's going to be able to light it up against Georgia Tech?
0: I I didn't ask exactly why, but I certainly understand why you bring up the question. And to your point, this honestly did recede. It opened 50 at BetMGM and got down to 49. So, you know, the early bettors had the right idea. And then Scott told me it got bet back up to, to 51 with significant, at least here in Vegas, a significant amount of bet MGM uh, wagering was on the over two to one tickets and money seven to one that was skewed in part by a $25,000 play, but that better put 25,000 on over 51. So completely got the worst of the number. So I think the, the early inclination from betters that helped drive this down a point under 50, uh, Certainly appears to be the right one from what we've seen in this game tonight.
1: Patrick, I know everybody loves overreacting to uh, week one when it comes to the Heisman Trophy race, right? You came in and everybody thought it was going to be Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. And then Stroud really disappoints against Notre Dame. Bryce throws for six touchdowns. But then Anthony Richardson put together a great performance against Utah. Even Stetson Bennett against Oregon was fantastic. So did you see, was there any big bets? Did you see any big odd jumps from Richardson? Or maybe even Stetson Bennett, did Stroud take any bit of a hit? What was your kind of overall reaction to the Heisman race after week one? Well, it was
0: more just kind of looking at what BetMGM sent out this morning and follow up on it. And Again, these from BetMGM, but I'm sure that others uh, you know, reacted accordingly. And and uh, you know you've still got you still got C J out at two to one you've still got Bryce Young at plus three seventy five he's sitting as the second choice and I'm actually opening this up right now just to take a look at what happened with Anthony Richardson and actually um, look as as intriguing and appealing a performance as he may have had the opening odds at BetMGM on Richardson were twenty to one. And this morning, now I haven't checked back later today. It may have shifted to, to now, perhaps you can tell me because I'm just looking at this email from this morning'm twenty to one, and still a very limited number of tickets and a limited number of money on him. But if he got in, I mean you can't you can't complain too much there if, if he can keep uh, if he can continue playing like this, I imagine he might become a more a more popular play.
2: Now I, I do want to talk about NFL, but last question about college, that Georgia, Oregon game was just, I think, a shock and a splash of cold water to a lot of people who took Oregon as big dogs, and it never felt like that bet was ever going to come close to to winning. You know, What have the books told you about how they're seeing and viewing Oregon and how they're viewing and seeing Georgia moving forward, considering how that game went?
0: Well, it's interesting, Trista. I talked to multiple books on Saturday about this game, did a report from uh, one of the sportsbook floors here in Las Vegas pregame, and it it was interesting, a lot of books actually needed Georgia in that game. There were some people taking money line flyers, in some cases, significant money line flyers on Oregon, uh, including one ten thousand dollar bet that I saw at, at six to one. And there was plenty of Georg- uh, plenty of Oregon uh, um, point spread play as well. So books kind of needed. Georgia to get that done there at least Georgia to win outright which I don't think anybody expected that Oregon was going to get the upset although recall Oregon went to Ohio State last year and pinned an upset on the on on the uh, Buckeyes at the horseshoe but the, you know a few of the books that I talked to actually needed Oregon which I think was a little surprising a little unexpected um and they obviously didn't get Oregon so uh you know I I, I think they I I obviously Oregon's going to slip back and not be seen as a as a real as a potential contender here and really the Pac-12 overall didn't didn't have a good day on the road on Saturday.
1: Talking with Patrick Everson, Vegas Insider Senior Reporter on the BetMGM Rewards Hotline. Patrick, i got to talk to you about some of these games from week two of the college football slate. And the one that jumped Mm -hmm. out to me, the Michigan-Hawaii game. Michigan (laughs) is laying, I mean, they're laying 51 points in this game. Now, just off the top of my head, I know there have been a couple 50-point spreads when you get like Power five group of five teams. Um, Ohio State played Rutgers, I believe, a couple of years ago. It was like 50 points. Clemson played Syracuse maybe a couple of years back. That was a big spread. Is there any way that you can ever lay 50 points in a game with a team?
0: Uh, not me. No, <laughs> uh, absolutely not me. Uh, you know, they'll probably, you know, put Michigan in their parlays and maybe uh, tease them down. You know, a six and a half point tease, seven point, six point, seven point, six and a half point tease, or whatever, Uh, you know, maybe tease them down some, but I don't know why you'd ever bet a 50 point spread. I mean, how many things have to go right for that to, to happen? And while it would only take, you know, one or two very little things to go wrong. Now, that said, Hawaii is really bad, and Hawaii opened with its first two games at home and now has to go, I believe, Michigan sits in the Eastern time zone, does it not? It they got to make a long, long road trip for a night game at the big house. I mean, I just, I, I it, it could, it probably will be a bloodbath to a degree. But I just, and maybe it's a sixty-point bloodbath. I don't know, but I can't imagine laying fifty points. I don't. Uh, uh, if you really, really, really want to lay it, hope that somehow Michigan starts a little slow and it's like zero-zero for just a little while, kind of like tonight with Georgia Tech, except on steroids. And that maybe you can get a little bit better number than fifty
2: big time on the in, on the end game big time line movement in this Kansas City chiefs Arizona Cardinals uh, matchup that we saw. Uh, I think that you could originally get the chiefs as three point favorites. Lines move now up to four and a half, total fifty three and a half. and a lot of changes for both of these teams. What are you hearing? What's moving this uh, this late in the game? And, you know, what should we make of it?
0: Well, in talking with one-odds maker early, actually last week, I uh, got a report up, uh, an NFL Week 1 report up on VegasInsider.com. Just everybody starved for the NFL, and once the preseason ended, I thought, all right, let's go. And one-odds maker said Arizona figures to be one of our bigger ne- biggest needs in the late games on that opening Sunday, and that's not a surprise at all. Kansas City is going to be in every, you know, parlay and money line parlay for sure. They're going to be a piece of that, no question. And, right, you know, and right as, as far as the move goes, Scott Shelton here at Bedham MGM Nevada, he told me Sunday night, last night, it's so a little bit of sharp play on Chiefs minus three is what kind of got the ball rolling there. But, obviously, the Chiefs are going to be a very public play uh, the way they've been the, these last few years. And it's almost all the early tickets and all the early money at Bedham Nevada coming in on Kansas City, and that's helping push that number up.
1: Patrick, another game with a lot of line movements. The game going on on Thursday, the Bills and the Rams. Exactly. Man, the Bills opened up as two and a half point dogs at one point. Now they're two and a half point favorites. Can you see this thing getting steamed anymore? Do you think that there's going to be some Bills minus threes, maybe even get to three and a halves out there? Because you know come Wednesday and Thursday, a lot of people are going to be getting out to the sports books and betting this game.
0: Absolutely. This is going to be a hugely bet game, PJ. And I I don't know if it gets to three. But I can just tell you that from talking to multiple oddsmakers, including folks at BetMGM and several other sportsbooks around Vegas and, and a, couple of the, uh, a couple of the books nationally, too, that the Bills have been the flavor of the last several months. They've been the flavor of the summer and not just on the point spread for week one, but, you know, in, AS, in, in Super Bowl futures, as they are now the consensus favorite to win the Super Bowl, uh, to win the AFC over on their win total. Everybody's, you know, the public especially is really liking the Buffalo Bills. So I I think there's a chance it gets to three. I think if you like the Rams, you sit tight and see if it gets to three. Uh, why not? See if you can get another extra half a point there. But uh, again, from Scott Shelton at Benham Gym, Nevada, early ticket count four to one, early money five to one uh, with regard to the point spread on the Bills here in Nevada. That does include one low six figure wager on Buffalo minus two and a half. So again, another better. They got the worst of the number, but that's that. Low six-figure wager is helping kind of skew that money count for sure. But, uh, but people just like the Buffalo Bills. They're sold on them at this point.
2: A lot of uh, – real quick, we only have about two minutes, but I'm interested in this Patriots-Miami Dolphins. A lot of hype around the Dolphins, but we know what Bill Belichick does with head, new head coaches. What are you hearing here?
0: Yeah, this is interesting. At BetMGM Nevada, again, this doesn't represent BetMGM nationally, and I don't have national numbers. Uh, from Jim yet on this week's games, but I'm sure they're probably going to start pumping those out tomorrow once the college football week wraps up. Trista, but Scott Shelton told me Sunday night, with regard to the spread, there's almost his direct quote: "There's almost zero money on the Patriots here in the valley. Wow. No one's playing the Patriots right now.
1: Well, PJ I- is going to be playing the Patriots, Patrick." <laughs> Well, I, I mean, look, you're
0: you're going to get the best of the number because wow. the number, uh, I mean, at the, at this moment, it's not like it's been a big move. I believe it's two right. and a half to three. three. Yeah, three. But early, yeah, early tickets here in uh, Vegas at Betmgm, three to one Miami, and practically all the early money on the Dolphins as as, as Scott Shelton suggested. And I talked to a sharp better a week or so back, Trista, uh, who gave me a lot of just little nuggets that he's looking at things he's thinking for this season, and he thinks the Patriots are in. Trouble. He does not think they are going to have a good season. He thinks the loss of Josh McDaniels as as, as the uh, Josh McDaniels office as the offensive coordinator is going to have a larger impact than people think. He and and his best bet at the moment for Week One was Miami minus two and a half. He he made it you know when Miami was still two and a half. He he definitely is is not a believer in the New England Patriots this season.
1: Okay, picture this.